Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi, this is The Kevin Bass Show. In this podcast, I'm going to be discussing the latest new trends, investigations, discoveries, and controversies in the fields of health, health science, nutrition, fitness, and medicine. I am both endlessly overjoyed by the discovery of new knowledge and incredibly happy to share it with you, but also relentlessly critical of anything that is unlikely to pan out or unlikely to be true or useful. Through this dynamic interplay, I make this podcast one of the most intellectually exciting and vibrant among any in this space, both tremendously respected as well as reviled by other prominent health influencers and popular media icons. I draw upon my extensive network of scientists, influencers, thinkers, and thought leaders to bring to you a distilled version of what I believe is the proper take on the latest new ideas and trends in these fields. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to The Kevin Bass Show. A bit about my background and a disclaimer. I have uh, nearly 20 years either studying medical science or being in a laboratory conducting medical science. Nonetheless, I am only a MD-PhD student. I'm not yet a medical doctor. And even if I was, nothing that I'm discussing here would be medical advice, simply a interpretation of the medical literature by a person who reads voraciously and thinks incessantly about how to think about scientific problems and their practical application to health. Correspondingly, you should only take this as such, and always, if you have an idea that you take from this podcast that you want to apply to your own life, you should always talk to your doctor before doing so, and never construe anything you hear as medical advice. And with that, enjoy the Kevin Bass Show. Hello, everybody. Let's talk about the uh, health effects of seed oils. Now, many people think along a spectrum of beliefs that seed oils are dangerous, that this truth has been either hidden from us or neglected by the scientific community, and that seed oils are the source of all of our health problems, or many of our health problems, it substantially contributes to many of our health problems. Now, the beliefs about this range all the way from just believing it's a, it's a suppressed idea or it's, or it's an idea that's not sufficiently recognized by the medical community all the way to believing that the agricultural, academic, medical, pharmaceutical, industrial complex is suppressing the truth. There's conflicts of interest in all the studies. The studies are, are hacked essentially to show seed oils are innocuous and beneficial, whereas seed oils are actually just terrible for everybody and nobody cons- should consume them because consuming them would be to participate and partake in a conspiracy to ruin everybody's health with ultra-processed foods, which then net the agricultural industry a bunch of money while leaving everybody worse off in health than to be treated by the medical and pharmaceutical industries, the symptoms only, but not the root causes, in order to profit off of that poor health the agricultural industry creates. Now, we range all the way from just, it's a mistake that scientists are making, all the way to these big conspiracies. Now, there's no basis for any of this. 
in any of the scientific literature, much of which is not funded by the agricultural or pharmaceutical industries, but it's just funded by government agencies that are trying to find out the truth about the health effects of these seed oils. It's not supported by any of it. Let's talk about a few misconceptions because I recently received, and we can see right here, I recently received a um, question over DMs about seed oils. And we're going to, this is the reason for this video. Here's the uh, DM that I received. I can't include the original DM in the original screen because it would then show the person's identity, but I just want to show here's the, the, what caused this video to be created. Now, the first claim is that seed oils are inflammatory. Seed oils are not inflammatory. There's no evidence whatsoever that they're inflammatory. Human studies, let's look, look at this review of 10 randomized controlled trials comparing high vegetable oil to low vegetable oil diets. There's no difference in markers of inflammation despite some of these trials using heated oils. Now people say maybe the heating causes them to be more inflammatory. There's no, no evidence whatsoever of this. Okay, now let's, let's be very clear. Let's be very honest here because I'm very honest. You're gonna get the honest information on everything that I do. There is a study in the European Journal of Clinical Nutrition showing that seed oils Hyaluronic acid in some people with certain genetic variants might cause inflammation in those people. But likewise, there was a suggestion that in some people without those variants, it might reduce inflammation. So there's some indication, some possibility that in certain susceptible people, they might have a pro-inflammatory response. And in some people, there might be an anti-inflammatory response. But on average, it's very clear that there's no change in inflammation on the consumption of seed oils. No change in inflammatory markers. Nothing has been found in any of the randomized control trials yet conducted about seed oils. This is just absolutely clear. Now I'll begin, again, I'll be completely honest about this. There is some question about individual differences, but before we talk about that question of individual differences in any further detail, or before we mention it again, because I've already talked about it, before we mention it again, I want to talk about something that's also very important. When you reduce seed oils in the diet, you might see a reduction in inflammation. In inflammatory markers, you might not experience reduction in inflammation, less joint pain, etc. You might feel better. Why is that? Well, whenever you reduce calorie intake, especially if you're in a chronic excess calorie intake, you're going to reduce inflammation because that happens in response to calorie reduction. It's been shown repeatedly that calorie reduction, simply restricting calories no matter where they come from, reduces inflammation, especially in our especially when you're in a chronic calorie excess. So many people reducing inflammation, sorry, many people reducing seed oils will see a reduction in inflammation just because they're reducing seed oils or reducing ultra processed foods that contain the seed oils. And as a result, they'll feel more, experience more, less inflammation. But that's not because the seed oils themselves cause the inflammation. It's that the foods and the extra calories that they're contained with cause the extra inflammation. Now, what's the difference? Well, the difference is very simple. Simply reducing foods that contain seed oils might be health, healthy, might be beneficial. But that doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to want to replace all seed oils with things like butter. Butter is worse for you than seed oils because butter increases LDL cholesterol, which is a known risk factor for cardiovascular disease. So you're not going to want to replace seed oils with butter. You're just going to want to reduce those kinds of foods that contain seed oils because those tend to be ultra processed foods. Ultra-processed foods are going to cause worse health, worse health outcomes. But it's not because of the seed oils. It's because they're ultra-processed. They're hyper-palatable. They contain too many calories. As a result, you get chronic inflammation as a result of calorie excess in the diet. And when you reduce these foods, 
yes, you're reducing seed oils, but it's not because of the reduction of seed oils that you're you're experiencing health positive health benefits. It's because you're reducing these foods that are terrible for you that act, happen to actually contain seed oils, but that's only a coincidence. It's not the seed oils themselves. So again, don't replace your seed oils with butter or with tallow or any of these other things. You're doing a worse job for yourself than if you just reduced all the foods with seed oils in them and left it at that. Okay, cool. Now, what about the other products and seed oils, especially in heated seed oils? You guys saw the question. If you paused it and looked at the question, but the question said, what about other foods with seed oils in them? What happens when you heat these seed oils? Are they going to cause these terrible products to form? Let's talk about trans fats in particular. So many people say that seed oils contain trans fats from the heating process. But did you know that vegetable oils contain 10 to 100 times lower levels of trans fats than many animal products? We know that from two studies here. Analysis of trans fats in edible oils with cooking process in the Toxicology Research Journal 2015 by Song et al. PMID 2648-3890. Most of the seed oils, rapeseed, soybean, olive, perilla, and sesame oils, most of them didn't have any detectable trans fats whatsoever due to the heating process. Only corn oil did at 0.25 grams per 100 grams of oil. That's 0.25% trans fats. Now, compare that, on the other hand, to animal fats. We know that from content of trans fatty acids in foods in Z or Nahrungsvis, from a German journal, translated from the German, 1994, PMID 8197786. It says the trans fatty acid content of milk and milk products range from 1.9 to 7.9%. Meat samples from ruminants contain 2 to 10.6% trans fatty acids. In other words, 10 to 100 times more trans fatty acids, almost 100 times more trans fatty acids, almost infinite more trans fatty acids compared to most seed oils in animal products compared to the seed oils, the seed, the trans fatty acid content in seed oils is so low as to be completely clinically insignificant and undetectable in most cases. Trans fatty acids in seed oils is not a real issue. That's why they're not solid. That's why they're liquid. That's why they're liquid. Whereas meat samples, 10% trans fatty acids are quite solid in part because of the trans fatty acids. The trans fatty acids are, are solid and they're not good for you. And many meat samples contain trans fatty acids that are not good for you, but they're not containing seed oils. Yeah, you're going to replace the seed oils with, with, uh, with meat from ruminants and from milk and milk products that have trans fatty acids that are bad for you on the basis of this idea that seed oils have trans fats from the heating process. It's an absurd notion. And it's debunked by a cursory glance at the literature, which I just did for you. I just did for you. I just did that for you. Now, Max Lugavere and JRE said different things than this. And guess what? I'm talking to Max in a month on his podcast. I'm talking to Max in a month on his podcast. Next month, I think on the 14th, November 14th. And we're going to talk about this. Me and Max are going to talk about this. Okay. All right. Now, what would I say to consume? What should you consume? Which, what, what should you eat? If you're going to eat an added fat, eat olive oil. Go for olive oil. If you want to be super safe, it's lindy. It's ancestral. It's from a fruit. It's not from a seed. Fruits don't defend themselves. Seeds defend themselves. Whatever. 
I don't care about talking about that argument because it's an absurd argument. But if you want to be safe, you want to be absolutely sure, you want to find an alternative seed oils that you know is Lindy, it's ancestral, it's okay, try olive oil. Do not replace seed oils with tallow or butter. It is a bad idea and goes completely against all modern medical science. And I've studied this issue. I believed with all my heart that seed oils are the worst possible thing that human beings can consume, that butter and tallow and lard are good for you because they're unsaturated fat, fatty acids are not easily oxidizable. And that's what you want because you want to avoid the oxidizable things because they cause inflammation. I believed all these things myself once. But then I looked at the science and I had to be impartial and it's not funded by the agricultural or medical or pharmaceutical industries. It's just funded and it's conducted by people who want to know the truth. And this is the truth. Are there some open questions about seed oils? Yeah. Yeah. Are there some open questions? Are there, is there more to learn? Yes. Is there more to learn about olive oil? Yes. Is there more to learn about talon and lard and butter? Yeah. But from what we know, it's pretty solid. You don't want to be consuming a bunch of tallow and butter and lard. It's probably better to eat nuts and seeds. And if you're going to be super safe, go with your favorite olive oil. It's going to be pretty safe as an added oil. Me personally, I don't add a lot of added fat to my foods. But if you're going to, try with olive oil. Now, some people may experience certain things when they eat seed oils. If, if you experience those things and seed oils don't make you feel good, then don't eat the seed oils. Okay? Don't eat them. I'm not going to tell you to do something that doesn't make you feel good. If it doesn't make you feel good, don't eat them. It doesn't mean that it doesn't make you feel good because that's real. It could be nocebo. What's called nocebo is basically a, a reverse placebo. A reverse placebo. It's like taking something and instead of feeling good because you know you're taking it, you feel bad because you know you're taking it. And placebo has a very powerful effect. In fact, you can give people L-DOPA. You can give people with Parkinson's L-DOPA. The medicine that's used to treat Parkinson's, you give it, give it to them for a week. And then you give them a placebo pill that they call L-DOPA, and it does the same thing to the brain. You can see increase in dopamine in the brain and a reduction in Parkinson's symptoms because the placebo effect is so powerful. So powerful. And that's only the tip of the iceberg for the placebo effect. And the nocebo effect is just as powerful in the opposite direction. It can make you feel terrible on the basis of your beliefs about something. Okay? And that can happen with seed oils. But it doesn't really matter. If you feel bad eating seed oils, whether it's nocebo or it's real, it doesn't matter. If you feel bad, don't eat them. Eat something else like olive oil. Eat something else like olive oil. Try that instead. Hope that's helpful for you. Peace out, brothers. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please check me out on patreon.com at Kevin and Bass, where you can donate and make this podcast possible. Also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok where you can find my latest thoughts on the latest controversies and findings within health science. Also check me out at The Kevin Bass Show, both on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. I hope this podcast was useful to you. If it was, please leave me a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. See you guys in the next episode. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. 
or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.